In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Words have the power to create reality. They have meaning when they leave our lips, fostered deep in our hearts and expelled with a breath that has the ability to harm or uplift. Far back in time, words have had the power to create. We hear it in the stories told at the beginning in Genesis, and we hear it in the stories even told today. St. John says, somewhere along the line, that face of God it took on specific human contours in the face of the man from Nazareth. You might say that Jesus himself is all that God wants to say in his story. That Jesus himself is God's story, word in flesh. God, as everyone knows, created the heavens and the earth and everything in them. And as we now aware, he created them through the use of words. Words, of course, have power. Let it be done, God proclaimed, and it was done. And everything he made was good. God was especially proud and loving of the man and woman he had made because he had breathed into them a part of himself, his spirit. But not surprisingly, the devil was jealous and angry. So one day when God was enjoying the man and woman, the devil casually happened to walk by. He sauntered up to God and asked what he liked so much about these creatures. And when God opened his mouth to speak, the devil craftily put a bond upon his tongue so that he could not speak. God couldn't talk. And since God's creative power was in his words, the devil had bound that power. The devil laughed at God and quite had his way with man and woman. Well, as some eons went by, devil came back to mock God. He couldn't resist. Such is his nature. Well, he came back to mock. He scoffed at the silent deity and taunted his helpless God. God responded to all this by holding up one finger. One, asked the devil. you trying to tell me that you want to say just one word? Is that it? God nodded, yes, pleading with his soft eyes and urgent hands. The confident devil thought to himself, I don't suppose that even God could do very much harm with just one word. Okay. So the devil removed the bond from God's tongue. God spoke his one word in a whisper. He spoke it for the man and the woman, and it brought them great joy. It was a word that gathered up all the love, all the forgiveness, all the creativity of God that had been storing in his heart during the time of his silence. The word he spoke was Jesus. Word became flesh, St. John's Gospel proclaims. 
a word that would change the world. See, incarnation is risky business. God taking the risk of showing up in human flesh. We long for words like love, truth, and justice to become flesh and dwell among us. In our violent world, it's risky business to wrap our frail flesh around words like those. We don't like the odds. And in that same sense, Christmas itself is by grace. It is, like a, it is a gift unlike any other, covered in pine needles and iridescent bows sitting on our, under our tree today could have never survived our own blindness and depredations otherwise. It could have never happened otherwise. Perhaps in the very wildness and strangeness of the grace that has led, that has led us to tame it. We have tried to make it habitable. We have roofed it and furnished it. We have reduced it to an occasion we feel at home with. At best, a touching and beautiful occasion. At worst, a trite and cloying one. But if the Christmas event in itself is indeed, as a matter of cold hard fact, all that it's cracked up to be, even our best efforts are misleading. The Word became flesh. Ultimate mystery born with a skull you could crush one-handed. Incarnation. It is not tame. It is not beautiful. It is uninhabitable terror. It is unthinkable darkness riven with unbearable light. Agonized laboring led to vast upheavals of intergalactic space. Time split apart a wrenching and tearing of the very sinews of reality itself. And only cover your eyes and shudder before it, before this God from God, light from light, very God of very God, who for us and for our salvation, as the Nicene Creed puts it, came down from heaven. Came down. Only then do we dare uncover our eyes and see what we can see. It is the resurrection and the life she holds in her arms. It is the bitterness of death that he takes from her breast. The incarnation claims that words have power and that we are ever for connected with God. His risk is our inherent salvation. And it started with a word. It started with the power to create reality that turns the world upside down and rooted in love. In my family, we have a tradition as the new year approaches. Instead of lofty resolutions that seem to peter out before they ever begin, we instead choose a word. A word that we want to embody for the next year. 
a word that we hope will define how we want to live as disciples of Christ. A word we might want to incarnate. It's risky. But if the gospel tells us anything today, it tells us that our words have power. And that God is with us in this very place, flesh and sinew and all. What will your one word be? Maybe your tongue has been t- tied for so long that it'll start with a whisper. But if you take the risk, think of what might happen.